Go wild with Nation Gear's end of regular season merch madness sale. Nation Gear is offering our favorite fans 20% off all regular season merch. And we're going to give you free shipping on any orders over $200. Stock up your closet for the playoffs. Rep your team and grab that merch you've been eyeing up all season long. Don't wait. This sale only lasts from April 1st until April 7th. Shop the sale at nationgear.ca. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Blue Jays Today, where you boys always have something to say about the Toronto Blue Jays. I'm your host, Nicholas Playlog. And I'm your host, Adam Paddle. And today, guys, we're going to be giving our Blue Jays projected opening day lineup right here for you guys. Who do we think is going to start on that first game against the St. Louis Cardinals? Before we get into it, guys, make sure to like, comment, and subscribe to the YouTube channel. All right, let's dive right into it. We got a little graphic right here for y'all. We got a little projected Blue Jays opening day lineup. We're going to go through each spot, one through nine, mm-hmm. give our two cents, and talk about it. So, Nick, why don't you start us off with number one? All right, pretty simple, guys. I don't think that there is any debate where this is concerned. George Burner, obviously going to be the leadoff yep. man. Yep. Uh, really nobody else that is just, like, vying for that spot right now. This is the veteran. I want him there. I want him telling the boys after he's had his A-B what they need to look at for mm-hmm. all of the above. Yeah, I mean, he's one of the best leadoff hitters in the game, you know, especially for leadoff dingers, and we love to see that in Toronto. And one thing to note, though, right field. We got we got all the positions here, too. This will be his first time in right field starting mm-hmm. on opening day, so I'm really curious to see what we got from him this season. Yeah, absolutely. Like, just watching the defense, and also, too, not just his defense, but watching how he adjusts to Kiermaier and Varsho, you know, and, like, how is, how is that just dynamic going to work, you know? Those yeah. are a lot of easy goes into, oh, yeah. into one small little outfield, oh, yeah. right? So we, it's like, I do think they're going to work it out, but just watching that chemistry develop is going to be really interesting. It's going to be cool. I think they're going to have they're gonna have good communication for sure, but I think it's kind of kind of nice to see that three guys all want to be a dog on the ball. 100%, dude. 100%. So this one, no contention. Yeah. Also, too, we didn't mention Easy. it, but like, tell us why we're wrong in the Go comments down below. Go guys. for it. We're actually <laughs> pulling most of this from RotoChamp right here, so like, at them as well. Yeah. Alright, number two, batting second, we got our man, Bo Bish. A lot to prove this season. Mm-hmm. A lot to prove. But I think he's already proved a lot with his bat for sure. I mean, leading the league in hits twice in a row. That pretty much deserves you a top in the lineup spot. But I think you're noting on the defense. I mean, I was, uh, yeah, definitely noting on the defense. Definitely noting on the attitude, too, is like people have commented down below and talked to us about him. But that consistency as well. I mean, like we saw Bichette, like he was a different player in the first half compared to the second mm-hmm. half. I want a lot more of the second half player. For sure. If he is going to own that 
to spot. Yeah. Especially with other young dudes chomping at the bit. Now, I don't think that this is going to be the case, but I pose the question to you. I pose mm -hmm. the question to the chat. Is there any reality that we could see the Blue Jays decide to go with a Dalton Varsho batting second? Because, one, we just paid a hefty price for him. Two, he is a left-handed bat. We'd mm -hmm. love to have a righty, lefty, righty. Right. Because, spoiler alert, Vlad's going to be third. Um, <laughs> <Yep>. You know, <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> oh, yeah, shocker. exactly, right? <laughs> is there any reality where we could see that opening day or could see that at some point in the season? Well, I think for sure there could definitely be a reality, but we got to see what Varsho does with the Toronto Blue Jays, in the Toronto Blue Jays lineup at the Rogers Center because, look, he just got traded here. You look at the p numbers on paper, Bobochet should be batting second for right. sure, right? But if he's hitting, like Bo Bichette and they're doing the same thing then of course he should be batting second move Bo down to like that four spot I mean we've seen him hit well in that four spot in the past so I think right now though this is opening day lineup Boba Shed's number two. Yeah, yeah, you know, and also too, just like a personal thing, little shot to Boba Shed if immediately this guy comes in and it's like, mm -hmm. he hit way worse than I did last year, but mm -hmm. you're still gonna yeah, put him you, at him. You don't like, wanna give me my money and now you're gonna let me move me down in the lineup? Exactly, I think you gotta give Boba Shed the respect he deserves. All right, number three, uh, it is Guerrero, guys. I mean, you could make an argument for Alejandro Kirk here. We've right, seen he Kirk is, he there has done before. It. It's like we've definitely seen Kirk there in the past. But, but that's I, usually been when Vlad's bad second and then Bo's moved down. Exactly, right? Like, I think that with the way that this lineup is right now with Bo Bichette at second, it just means that Guerrero will be third. Yeah. Like, if Bo's not there, if Vlad's second, if for some reason they decide to go that route, right. then it's Kirk third for me. But for mm -hmm. right now, with this, what we're saying here, yeah. Guerrero's got to be bad. Third. I, exactly. There's no brainer right here with this kind of configuration in the lineup. So, Vlad, he's third. But 100%. number four, just like you're saying... Alejandro Kirk. Yep. Now, notingly, noting this too, he's going to be catching on opening day, folks. I, I mean, it's a no-brainer. you got to start Alec Manoa first game of the Manoa season. Manoa will definitely be the starter. 100%. So that means Kirk is going to absolutely slot in that catching spot. He loves him. We all heard of what he said in the, in the All-Star mm -hmm. game, how mm -hmm. Kirk knows him very well. And, I mean, look, it's similar to Varsho. A lot of people could make an argument. Well, Varsho could bat for Yeah. Same idea. Kirk's proved it. Varsho has an opportunity to prove it. It's not the end of the world moving him four or five or six, wherever Varsho might go. But Kirk has owned that spot right now and no reason to change it as of yet. Yeah, and I think for right now, until we get proven otherwise, we're going to stick with this. But I do think that this one, like Varsho batting here, this one's a lot closer to 50-50 for me. Right, like, I right. would not be shocked, surprised at all mm -hmm. to see Dalton Varsho batting fourth and then and then moving Kirk down to five. Because, again, spoiler mm -hmm. alert right here, we'll show it. We have Dalton Varsho batting fifth on the opening day lineup. Mm -hmm. I do think that, like, this is where we're going to put it right now. I wouldn't be shocked to see those two uh, right. uh, switched up at right. any point. And I think as you see, when, once we reveal the rest of the lineup, the logic behind why fifth and not fourth, I mean, just for opening day as well, right? right. Because you're going to see that lefty-righty combo all the way through, and that's what they've been searching in the, for. In the bottom In the bottom sure. part, yeah. absolutely. I mean, that's where you go and you confuse the pitchers, get them off their rhythm, yep. and then you get to the top of the lineup, and it's like, oh, crap, I can't find my rhythm again. I make a mistake George Spring at the top. I make a mistake yeah. to Bo or Vlad. Yeah, and they do some damage. And it's gone. That, that's gonna be a lot. That's gonna be really something to, to really note with the pitchers. I hope so, dude. People have been talking about this thing for quite a while, and our argument's always been: well, I mean, you can all of them can bat right if they're great hitters, right. which I still stand by. Right. But now that we don't have Silver Slugger Teo and we don't have Lourdes Gurriel Jr. potentially batting 300, we are gonna need yeah. a little bit of that. And we saw a huge dip in the offense last year in terms of their overall numbers. I right. mean, they all dipped down. 
around because they're all righties. And I, you know, when people made the comment of, well, it's just slider away, slider away, I'm like, yeah, I did Boston, see a lot yeah, of slider away consistently. They found the rhythm, they fooled the, all of us, and they all struck out a ton. So, mm. you know, this is going to be something to note. So, uh, let's move on to the next spot, mm-hmm. who, spoiler alert, is a righty. It's going to be Mr. Matt Chapman over here. Yep. Uh, any shock here? Uh, I mean, with the lineup the way that it is right now, I, I think that this makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. I do feel like Matt Chapman's probably going to be in that 5-6 range mm-hmm. uh, like throughout the entire season. You know, like that's just kind of like where he lives yeah, I don't actually have much against this. You no. know, like I don't, I don't really see an argument for why he would be ahead of Kirk no. or Varsho. And it's great to keep Matt Chapman's power down there. I mean, you, I mean, we've said it constantly about the Blue Jays lineup. Like, with one, two, three goes through, you got Kirk, who's a great on base guy, Varsho and Chapman, who got great power. It's like you're almost getting like a little mini, like top of the order. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, That's sure. what that uh, four, five, six, that good four, five, six. Really I mean, we does. have a good lineup, dude. Like, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's like, amazing. We have a pretty good lineup, right? <laughs> yep, yep, absolutely. So Matt Chapman six. Number seven. I actually kind of forget. Right, oh, yeah. Brandon Belt. There we <laughs> New go. New guy. That's yeah. why. It's, that's why you don't know. Brandon Belt. DH. So once again, this is this could definitely be mm-hmm. contentious. There could be absolutely some pushback here. And let us know how you feel about this. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have him at DH right now. Yeah. Obviously, it's going to be between him. It's going to be between the other catcher, which Jansen. is Danny Jansen yep. at this yep. point. Now, we've been making the argument up until this point, well, I mean, these are new guys. You know, Varsha's a new guy. Like, he's got to come and improve it. Why is it different for Belt? Well, here's the thing. you got the bottom of the lineup, right? And you, you want to establish, like I said, that lefty-righty combo. And Belt, you know, on paper, is very comparable to Jansen, if not better, proven mm-hmm. in the last couple of years. So I think with his lefty ability and the ballpark, the new dimensions that we have over in right field with not a big shift at all, the shifts are gone, I think giving Brandon Belt the starting job on day one mm. as a DH, especially if you're going to get him in the lineup at all, it's going to be when Kirk's is catching. For right? Sure. You're gonna, if you're going to get him in the lineup, you got to do it this we day. we have to have Kirk you, in the lineup. you got to have Kirk in the lineup always. So Brandon Belt, this... Feels like a no-brainer to me if you want to get him playing time. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, the lefty factor here yeah. is the big thing for yeah. me because as we've now seen, you know, it goes Kirk, righty, Varsho, lefty, Chapman, righty, Brandon Belt, lefty, right? Mm-hmm. So you're getting a little bit of that, like, flip-flop back and forth thing, mm-hmm. which I think these Blue Jays have been desperately wanting and needing for quite a while. Yeah, yeah. And then going back to the righty side of things, number eight in the lineup, you got Whit Merrifield starting mm-hmm. at second base. Now, you could definitely make an argument this could be Santiago Espinal. Yeah. Uh, hundred percent you can make this argument but it just seems like every news article and every projection list all have Whit Merrifield starting at second base. Mm. Whit is a good defender. Yeah. I think Espinal's better but Whit could have the better bat. What do you think about that? I Nick? think it's it's really close man. Yeah. I think it's definitely really comparable like Whit maybe there's a bit of recency bias in here because let's face it Whit Merrifield was pretty you know subpar right up until like the September. end of the season yeah, and then it was like off. holy crap like where is this guy like yeah. is this like all-star with Merrifield again yeah maybe I don't know I think that this one honestly this is what I would chalk up as being a spring training battle dude mm-hmm. like I would not be surprised if Santiago Espinal he's batting 300 in spring training with Merrifield's kind of struggling at the plate right. you know, uh, Shiner's not liking what he's seeing boom Flip-flop it, yeah. there it is, Espinal's batting eight, and, and Witt is on the bench to start this game. Yeah. But right now, because everybody in the in their dog in the news article seemed to say Whit Merrifield, we're also going to do it. Yeah. But once again, would not be shocked if this, if this switched. I can't agree anymore, man. And then finally, to round out the list, no shocker here, it's got to be... Kevin Kiermeyer. Mm-hmm. Kevin Kiermeyer, he's going to be taking over center field duties for the rest of the season. I mean, yeah. he's, was, as soon as he got signed, he was told, you're an everyday center fielder. 
bottom part of the lineup. He's got some good speed on the base paths. Yeah. I mean, there really is no other place to put him other than nine. This is a nine guy. This, this is, is a nine, nine guy, right? Like, he is definitely, I think, out of these guys, the worst hitter. <laughs> yeah. Um, but he's also, if he can get on yeah. base, like you're saying, a good little bit of a flip back to this top of the yep. order because he yep. does have that speed, right? Mm-hmm. And, it, like, I just... I like him down there at nine, and that whole, like, righty-lefty, righty-lefty, righty-lefty. Well, Kiermaier's a lefty, and then you go to short, uh, George Springer, who's a righty now. Yeah. Right? So it's yeah. you get that you get that sandwich coming back the other way, too, which doesn't get talked about enough. Right, right. And now that you see this whole lineup, because I'm kind of seeing it for the first time, digesting it all, really, right here, do you... Th- think it's going to be that much worse than last year because now we have no tail we got no lordis obviously but you see these other guys stepping in like varsho belt merrifield kiermaier kind of making the lineup look a bit beefier down there are you worried at all well uh, here's the thing man i i worry that we've talked about these guys so much that i'm starting to get my like blue jays bias glasses on right and i'm just assuming that varsho is gonna hit 30 and i'm just assuming (laughs) matt chapman's gonna hit 30 like you know what i mean i'm I'm assuming brandon belt's gonna be (laughs) 2019 brand you know so it's i feel like there's a little bit of that blue jays bias for sure but i also do believe that the ceiling of this team Mm -hmm. is 1000 percent. you know a top five offense once again the fact that we're going back and forth like that is really Mm -hmm. really nice and again like if everybody you know does not hit their ceiling we don't have an mvp candidate i still think that at the very least the floor of this team is top 15 Right, you know, right, like that's right. floor. What floor, I'm saying, right? Floor. Now. Like we're floor. having a bad season. Yeah, we're exactly. not really making playoffs. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And no, I, I do like this. I like it. You said the ceiling is there because I mean, you think about these names like two, three years ago, which isn't that long ago. Like older players yeah, can still sure. bounce back. Like Kier- Kiermaier, Merrifield, Belt, Chapman, Varsho. We well, Varsho is more recently. He obviously is a younger player. Yeah. But those bottom four guys, like three years ago, oh, had even crazy Springer, seasons. for instance, Springer right? yeah. had crazy seasons. Like, I remember this in fantasy. I remember watching these guys. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, I mean, Kiermaier's exaggeration, maybe not crazy season, but good for Kiermaier, <laughs> yeah, right? For sure. But him in the ninth spot, absolutely. So the ceiling is there, and you know, and you surround them around Bo Bichette, Vladdy, Kirk, like, that's the core. You gotta love this lineup. I love this opening day lineup, and I think it's gonna be a lot of fun to witness. Yeah, I'm buying in, dude. I am, I'm getting yeah. my ticket, I'm hopping on the train, and I'm buying in, guys. Guys, like in. everybody was freaking out after the Teo trade, but like getting, I'm, I'm calm now. I'm feeling calm. good. I'm feeling, feeling good. good but- everybody, let us know your thoughts about this projected lineup. What you would change? What you would alter? In the comments down below, I'd love to hear how you guys have it all mapped out. I, I just want to see all of your thoughts and feelings down below. I agree, guys. And three dollars a month to become a Patreon member. Shout out and thank you to all of our current Patreon members. You guys are amazing, and as well, guys, YouTube membership. Check it out on our channel. Press the join button and become a member today. Thank you so much for watching. And go, Jays, go! Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.